So what's poppin' peons? It's your girl Justria, and today I am defeated. If you seen my Instagram, my box braids were not box braiding like I thought they were. I finished half of my head in about four hours, and that's a cool taking a break and whatnot. And I am highly disappointed. However, I do want to touch on the topic of Derek Jackson. And for those of you who do not know who Derek Jackson is, Derek Jackson is the panderer of women. The you don't have to do this <laughs> for women. You don't have to put up with shitty men like me, Derek Jackson. All right, so let's get into it. Before I even continue, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. The handle is J-U-S-C-D-R-I-A underscore underscore. That's why I get it popping at. Make sure you guys check me out. Okay? So let's get into it, shall we? So Derek Jackson, a.k.a. Mr. Panderer of the Year, Mr. Ram, I'm going to tell you women what you want to hear so therefore I can profit off you. Do not forget your crown. You know, Mr. Mis- Mentally Stimulating. He had a really good game. I'll say the game had some unrealistic answers on there, so it kind of, like, made the game go kind of left. But outside of that, I mean, mm, great business market. So what am I mean by pandering to women? He is the you women can never do wrong. You're not wrong. And if a man doesn't see your value, you shouldn't chase and beg. And that is true, ladies. If a man doesn't see your value, you shouldn't have to chase and beg. However, the pandering comes in when you OD. And he constantly ODs. So he'll be like, oh, if you want to make a mad, do this and do that. Why do you have to make somebody mad because they didn't choose you from the first place? You look dumb and you look stupid. So, Derek Jackson has these videos where he talks about relationships and certain things. And a lot of time he'll OD and he'll to make women feel better. And I'm here to say that women, sometimes you're the fucking problem. Okay? You're not always going to be right on certain things. Like, some of y'all be so wrong, and y'all be listening to people like Derek Jackson and Panderers, right? And y'all get mad at Samuels Kevin for saying that you're an average-looking woman, and what you want is not what you're going to get, because the six-figure spender does not want to date a woman like you, i.e. meaning you don't have the look, you don't have the style, you don't have the grace, you don't have whatever it takes to keep a six-figure nigga. And what this simply means is that some of you bitches are not ready for a six-figure nigga. And y'all get mad at Kevin Sanders for being honest and blunt, but you guys love Derek Jackson for being a panderer. Yes, some of his messages are accurate to a certain point, but then again, it's like, eh, you feel what you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember he made a video, funny, right? Because he cheated, he got caught cheating, right? And he made a video about um he has he has no sympathy for men who cheat and all this other stuff but now he's coming out here with an apology and everything else should we not have no sympathy for him for cheating and here's my thing i'm not saying that we should be oh my gosh oh so sympathetic to men cheating or people cheating in general or women cheating in general however when you pander he's like you should have no sympathy or like i remember was one video i thought he was like really triple like od od and he said something about um about sex dolls, about when they were, like, really popular, like, in conversation on social media. And it was like, most of these men can't even afford a sex doll. And I'm like, 
what men do you know that can't afford a sex doll? Because I know scammers. I know people with legit jobs. I know people who have payment plans. I know people who, if they really wanted to, could afford a sex doll. And what you're doing is giving women this false sense of hope that, like, oh, you men can't, oh, these men can't afford sex dolls. Like, and, like, they shit don't stink. In reality, sometimes our shit stinks. Like, in relationships, I've realized that my shit stinks. Okay, and that's just the truth. My shit stinks. It stinks like shit. It is terrible. It is not nothing to be played with. And I've been in a relationship where I have been toxic, aka the wrong one, right? And I remember, I, I remember, I was like, found a Derek Jackson video, and it made me feel great because honestly, he was saying everything I wanted to hear, like. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't have to put up with the man who doesn't do this for you. Because what one man won't do, another one will. And I was like, yep, that is the that is what I need to hear. Whole time, that wasn't what I needed to hear at all. What I needed to hear was the truth. That I can't talk to my man any kind of way because I get upset. And just because he won't do something for me doesn't mean that he doesn't love me it just means that he has a limitation and if that limitation is going to be the reason why we break up aka financial or because he told me no one time or a couple of times and I decided to say oh da, 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 then it's a problem because listening to Derek Jackson I have you feeling like oh my gosh this is great listening to Kevin saying used to have you like damn maybe I'm wrong right and oh but here's the thing when your pride and your ego is in the way you sometimes tend to miss the message because we because we as people men and women love to hear the good side of us right we love to hear like oh my gosh you're such a hard worker oh my gosh you're so dedicated oh my gosh you're so this oh my gosh you're so that and in reality the truth of the matter is that's not what needs to be had. The conversation doesn't need to go there. And, like, the conversation doesn't need to go there. Like, you're a good mother. You're a good this. You're a good that. But when it comes down to the meat and potatoes of everything, like, the main course, you have to get down to the nitty-gritty. Like, look, I love you and, you do, and you're great here. However, these are certain points that you need to work on. And this is that and the third. Like, honestly, I know a nigga right now who got BM issues. The bitch trying to stab him because she feels some type of way. And uh, and a lot of y'all sit there and listen to y'all homegirls. Yeah, girl, that's right. I will beat my man ass. I'll do this. I'll do that. And whole entire time, you stupid. It should be no point in time where you bringing out knives and guns and getting violent with your significant other. Like that should never be a topic, and even and that should it should never go there. But y'all listen to people like Derek Jackson who appended to you. I was like, yeah, you were wrong, but he should have never did this. He, no, you were wrong, and it's not he should have never did this. It's no, it's not that you were wrong, and it's not no but to make you feel better about it. When I was a terrible friend to people and certain people, I didn't need to hear, oh my gosh, you were here, but you weren't really present. Like, I don't need, like, I don't need to hear, oh my gosh, you were here, you were sitting in my face, but you didn't read the room very well. I don't need a compliment than the negative. Sometimes you have to hear the negative about yourself. Sometimes you have to hear that you're the problem. Sometimes you have to hear that you chose that man. Sometimes you have to hear that you chose to stay with that man. Sometimes you have to hear that you chose your baby daddy. 
that you chose to keep them kids. And I don't care what your beliefs are or whatever. These are choices that you made. You made the choice to believe in it, whether you grew up in a church or whether you didn't. You and you was like, oh my gosh, I don't believe in abortions. Whatever you get that belief from, you chose to believe it. Whether you grew up in it or whether it was forced down your throat or whatever, but you chose to believe it. So therefore, the man you got with and who had all them kids with, you chose your baby daddy because you chose to birth them children. I don't sit there and I don't be like, oh my gosh, I want to go play house with a man or I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that. Like, that's never a like when I meet certain people, like when I meet dudes in general or people, I'll be like, look, I don't birth, I don't birth babies and I don't play house unless we marry. And I'm talking about on paper because that sets the tone for what is there to expect? Because if you're sitting there thinking in the back of your mind that I'm going to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, let me go have your kids and do all of this. No, those are high level commitments. I don't mind spending night every now and again, not too often. I don't want to be at your house every other day. You feel me? But no. And if I choose and make those decisions, somebody has to tell me that, hey, your decisions are affecting this and that and blah, 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 blah. And this is where you fucked up at. You don't need to hear the positive. You don't need to hear the, oh my gosh, you're such a good girlfriend. You're so pretty. You're so amazing. But it's just this right here and whoop whoop whoop. No. Sometimes you need to hear the truth without being pandered to, without without the soft pillow to land on. Because apparently, um, because this is what kind of got me to the topic of the podcast I'm finished off today. Um, what happened? I was like basically sitting there chilling and I was thinking to myself like, okay, so you know, I'm on YouTube and they was talking about The Bachelor and The Bachelor, it was this white dude who was talking to this like 40 year old lady, right? Because she got really disrespectful with him and he got paid and he was disrespectful, but right? He was disrespectful. However, what he said or but what he said was true. Meaning that he got petty at the end. That last part was not necessary. He was on the right path to telling her the truth and being honest about how he felt. That last part when he was like, you almost 40, that was like a little low blow because he know that she was a about age. But at the end of the day, disrespect met disrespect and what happened happened. They wanted him to apologize. He refused to apologize and he said it he said it is what it is. Everybody was so mad and was like, ah, beat your ass that I'm like, dude, why? Shorty was wrong. Like, here's the thing. I cannot watch The Bachelor too tough. Reason being is because it's a lot of stupidity that goes on for the ideology of love. Like the challenges that they have you do, the group date, the competing, and all that other shit. I'm not that type of person where I want to compete with somebody, right? If you're dating multiple people, cool, but I don't want to be in competition with other people, meaning that I don't want to actually see the other people and become buddy-buddy with the people you're trying to date. Because honestly, it's just competition and it's stupid. And why the fuck would I go on TV to go show my love and affection? Like, honestly, I would have did Love is Blind because I thought that was a great social experience experiment however the bachelor is not like it's tedious it's a lot of work it's a lot of embarrassment it's a lot of things a lot of what you gonna do for my love and affection and in reality 
in real life and people's love, like love life or whatever, because <laughs> I had a conversation with my brother today and we was talking about this. Um, but in the middle of the conversation, we was talking about, um, one of my relationships and he was like, this is where you was wrong at. This is where you was wrong at. Even though he lied about this, this is where you was wrong at. This is where you was wrong at. Your responses didn't make it better. And then like, he pointed out everything that I did wrong, where I had a bunch of yes men or people who would not, or who probably didn't think nothing was wrong. But my brother is very logical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he kind of got me together on where I fucked up at in a relationship. And in real life, when you fuck up in a relationship, things are bound to end and you will not get an apology. And honestly, at the end, he said, yeah, dude was more wrong than you, but both y'all was toxic and both y'all shouldn't be together. And it's clearly and evident based off that dot, 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 that y'all shouldn't be together. And if you mad at the fact that y'all shouldn't be together based on this, then you have an issue. And I was like, hmm, you right. Because... We have to look at things on a realistic level. Like, yes, having a great imagination and a great wish list and a great creativity. Like, oh my gosh, this is what I want. Whoopsie whoop whoop. It's nice. It's wonderful. It's great. Like, I think everybody should get into kind of sort of that place, that mood, that thing that has them feeling like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, this is great. Like, I feel like everybody should get into that. However, I do have an issue. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I have an issue when women and men feel like they have to simp out for other people. At the end of the day, if you're if you don't mind going on TV and competing for somebody's love and affection or even to try to get them to date or whatever it is, what it is. But you should have you shouldn't have to go through all of that just to make sure that you with somebody who is decent or even semi-decent. Like honestly, you people can date multiple people at a time, but in reality, it really doesn't work out in the end because somebody's feeling gets involved. It's not enough communication and time that's being spread out equally. It is what it is. The person who becomes the favorite gets more time and people slowly kind of fall off and it becomes one. But at the end of the day, all this simping that y'all be doing as in busting down, going all out, above and beyond. For somebody who's not even willing to go above and beyond for you, it's ridiculous. Sometimes you have to match people's energy. And this is not saying, oh, because somebody give me negative energy, I'm going to give them negative energy back. No, if somebody gives you negative energy, you don't have to address it. But if somebody's making you jump through hoops and hoops and hoops and hoops and you ain't getting nothing or nowhere to be with them, they're clearly not ready to be in a relationship. Like, a lot of y'all be with people who have trust issues right off the bat. So, yeah, they'll give you gifts and do all types of shit for you. But emotionally, they won't open up to you. They won't even tell you how they feel emotionally, like, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Like, they're not even letting you in. But y'all having a good time and y'all kicking it. And y'all probably having sex. Y'all really could be friends with benefits and not in a full relationship. Because the part that makes the relationship, like, really stable and secure is knowing that that the person who you're talking to has your emotional interest at heart, your spiritual interest at heart, and your mental is at heart. And a lot of times if they don't have that and you just dating and you just thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is nice. He buy me clothes. We have a good time. We be getting it on. Baby, you have nothing. But baby, that's just nothing but friends with benefits. Like y'all like y'all conversation is like shallow. It's like it ain't deep. 
like y'all can't really talk about nothing that's really important that's not a real relationship that's just okay we friends with benefits we fucking we having fun we doing what we want to do and all types of shit no a real relationship involves that other stuff and a lot of y'all be in relationships aka situationships or bad friends with benefits jumping through hoops to try to get somebody to see that hey you can go trust me with your emotional you can you can you can let your guard down you can tell me how you feel y'all be begging people be like please please baby please baby please 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 baby she me for who no it shouldn't be please baby see me for who i am it should be baby Thank you for allowing me to come in your space, your mental space. Thank you for allowing me to be in your emotional space. Thank you for allowing me for to be in your spiritual space. And I'm not even talking about like just offset and just off rip on somebody when you first meet them. But make sure you have like a certain like I like I have a golden rule of thumb. When I first meet you, we're going to have conversation and I'm going to ask the tough question. And if we can get past the tough questions like what are some child traumas that you have? What are some things that you're afraid of? What do you love? What do you not love? Please tell me how you feel. Tell me what you're thinking. Things of that nature. If we can get past that conversation and that conversation can be had and I can get a little bit into your brain and pick it just a little bit for me to continue, then I'm all in. I'm here for it. I'm living, honey. But if we can have a conversation about your childhood traumas, who you are as a person, how was your day, and what went on, and how, what was your thought process, we don't need to be together. And if and if you got me jumping through hoops to go through your trust issues and anything that you have going on, let's go for men and women, your trust issues, your insecurities. If you want to go, no, boo-boo, don't be in a relationship. I personally don't go through And as a person who's been cheated on multiple times, I still don't go through phones because that's just something that I don't believe in. I don't believe in going through phones. I don't believe in doing all that. I don't even believe in like, oh, man, let me go. Let me go do this. And no, because I feel like all that is (laughs) like me going through your phone is for what? I trust you. Only time I want to go through your phone is if you're like, baby, Hey, baby, go do this in my phone for me, X, Y, and Z. And not out of 10, I don't even want to go through your phone. And it's not because I'm afraid to see what I'm going to go find. It's because anything, let me further. I'm not afraid to see what I'm going to find because I found out that life has a funny way of revealing things and do and process time, right? When I found out that my nigga was cheating on me, I found out in a time where I was tested on my patience. The second time I found out, I was tested and I passed. The third time I found out, I was tested and I passed. Meaning that it came out on a time where I wasn't violent or wasn't going to go across his head or beat his ass or do anything like that. And that's okay. I know a lot of y'all get upset and be like, okay, well, if somebody cheated on me, I get the right. No, you don't have the right to put your hands on them. No, you don't have the right to curse them out. No, you don't have the right to do what your emotions tell you to do. You have the right to think logically and figure out what you're going to do, if you're going to stay or if you're going to go. And then if you're going to stay, stay and then and then talk about working it out. And if they don't want to work it out, then you have to go. Because if you don't, you're always going to have insecurities and problems that you don't want to have. Secondly, if you are going to leave, leave and let them go. I'm telling you, silence for your partner, man or woman, if they messed up, will kill them a lot more than you sitting there talking about some, 
I'm finna stay here and you cursing them out and you getting all violent. Because honestly, when you get violent, that's low vibration. When you cursing somebody out, that's low vibration. Like honestly, <laughs> I was low vibrational recently. I found out my homeboy is seven years. I'm talking crap about me. I'm a fuck nigga. I said, I said, I said a couple things. And honestly, I was like, I'm just disappointed. Like trying to make him feel bad. Oh, I mean, feel bad about what he was doing. And I realized how stupid I looked. I was like, damn, I look dumb as hell doing this, don't I? And I realized, like, sometimes silence is the best answer. Like, honestly and truly, when I say silence is the best answer, silence will kill people. My silence has gotten me more respect, more pushback, more demand, more than anything, right? Because I remember it was one point in time when me and Superman had got into it and my phone had died, right? So my phone had overheated and at first it was already like dying and then it overheated. So when it finally did cool down, it was still dead. So I had to put it on the charger. By the time it came on, it was at a decent place where I could walk around and talk and do what I needed to do. It was a bunch of messages because I was silent. Even though I was like burning on the inside, like I really had done went to the beach. I enjoyed myself. I came home. I had me a drink. I done did a whole bunch of stuff. And by the time I got back to the phone, I was like, oh yeah, I was arguing with this person. Person came back and Superman just long ass paragraphs of why I'm so terrible and how he just want to talk and how he want to fix it. Same thing, same, same thing that happened with, um, with, um, with Oliver. We broke up. He blocked me. I seen him in public. I ignored and I walked right past him. Like, I didn't know who he was. That killed him more than me getting upset, right? And I know it's going to sound crazy, but I was nice during the whole breakup. And that confused the hell out of him. He didn't know what to do. Every time he saw me, he was running up to me, having a conversation. He was like, hey, um, you okay? Da, 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 da. And then I remember one day, like, I was just, I just wasn't in the mood for, like, nobody that day. And he came up to my face, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I hope she broke your heart. I hope it's this. I hope it's that. I hope it's this. And he just smirked because he knew, like, yeah, I did that. The whole entire time, I'm thinking to myself, like, girl, you need to get your shit together, get your mind and everything together, because all of this right here is not cute, okay, it's not, and not only is it not cute, like, you can feel the way, but don't let that mislead you or take you to a place where you feel like you have to vibrate low, you have to try to make somebody get back, like, I, like, I realize get back is such an awful thing, it's low vibrational, it's sad, it's whatever, You moving on will hurt somebody a lot more than you just staying there. And you not holding a grudge. Like, honestly, like, honestly, when I'm talking about my uncle trying to kill me and all types of stuff and whatever, I've learned this a long time ago. I've literally learned that. Walking away from a situation and forgiving people and actually loving them after they did what they did wrong will fuck somebody up. I did it with Thomas. You know, I was like, hey, after I got after I got over the fact that she did all that fuck shit, I was like, hey, just want to let you know I love you. She was like, mm-hmm. and she hung up the phone. 
And I was like, no, for real. She was like, mm mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, for real, for real. And she was like, mm-hmm. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, bitch, you got animosity still. That's what it is. But I couldn't say it out loud. I was just like, you have animosity. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, we're going to get you some help to break down some of this animosity because it's not cute. <laughs> and so, for me, when it came down to it, I just learned, like, I just want to come on this podcast and say, don't be the simp. Don't be simping over relationships. Like, don't be so desperate to be in one. Don't be so, baby, I'll drink your dirty bath water to be in one. Because, honestly, sometimes people are just straight up trash. And if somebody is trash, is not doing right by you, it takes zero time to block, delete, and let a person go. And even if you got to get your ducks in order because y'all live together and y'all got y'all kids together, whatever, Make it be like, hey, look, what you did wasn't cool or whatever. I don't appreciate it. Take the kids. Go silent. Only talk to them when it's about the kids. If it ain't about the kids, don't have a conversation with them. That will kill a person a lot more because it shows that you have maturity. All this getting violent, cursing somebody out, and I'm going to get back. No, that's very low vibrational, and it shows that they have a hold of you. At the end of the day, people don't have At the end of the day, when it comes down to it, you should not let nobody get a hold of you like that it comes a point in your life where you have to grow up mentally maturely like I know like I'm like I'm 25 now and I remember I remember like when I turned 18 everybody thought that I should just have it all together right and other people's like oh she's still young she's still young she's still young but the people who I would date wouldn't see me like oh man she five she six like whatever she just like she just wilding out right I remember a man told me, you need to get your shit together. Because if I make you mad and the first thing you do is you shut me out, that's not cool. Like, I could see if it was something that you needed space from, like, I cheated or I, or you feel me, or like, I, or like I disrespected you or something like that. But no, I just told you no. And the first thing you do is just shut me out and be like, what you won't do, another one will. Like, that's immature. And you need to grow the fuck up. When he told me that, I didn't want to hear that at 18. Because I'm like, I'm 18. I'm still young enough to do dumb shit or say or, or do whatever. At this point in time, like, you ain't finna be on my dick this hard. But now, as, like, when I got in my 20s, I was like... I'm going to need some emotional intelligence from your ass. I'm going to need just a little bit. I'm going to need you to understand that when I'm upset, this means give me my space. Let me cool down. Every argument that we get into is not a, we need answers now. Let's solve it now or it's not going to get solved. It's not that. Sometimes sometimes the answer is just simply, I want to be left alone. You want to be left alone. Let's go sit here. Let's go chill. Let's not have this conversation now. This conversation is not going to get solved. Like, sometimes you have to bust out and go into that mode. And it's not fun, but it gets the job done. And I know a lot of y'all be like, but we don't want the job to be done. Like, no, you have to grow up. You cannot be a simp for everybody you can't be like i'm gonna do this and it's not cute and when things don't go your way or you don't get the person you want you don't have to sit there and defend them to their dirty draws because they didn't even choose you and not only did they not choose you 
You can't be, oh, well, with me. Now nah, I'm finna go act a fool. I'm finna be violent. I'm finna be disrespectful. Like, nah, it's cool. Let, let, let shit slide. And another thing, learn how to take accountability in your relationships. If you wrong, you wrong. If you ain't got it all together, you ain't got it all together. If, if somebody come to you and give you criticism about your relationship, somebody that's actually in your relationship between you and your partner, and they're telling you how they feel about your actions, this is not an attack. And stop listening to people who only pander to y'all or belittle y'all. Like, I get it. Samuel Kevins can come off really harsh. And it could belittle some of you guys. But sometimes what he says is real shit. And sometimes, and a lot of times, Derek Grace, I mean, oh, I said Derek Grace. Derek Jackson could pander to women on a scale of I'm going to be a panderer, I'm going to be a panderer, I'm going to be a panderer. And sometimes what he says is true till he gets to a certain point. And I'm just like, now nah, you really ODing it by trying to make them seem like they like they can't never do nothing wrong. Ladies, you can be wrong. Ladies, you can be wrong. Men, you can be wrong. Men, you can be wrong. You don't have to simp out. You don't have to do none of that. You don't have to know. Like... I remember dating this one dude, and what really bothered me was the fact that, what happened? We had gotten to an argument about something, and no, we were joking around in the car, and he started, like, talking about my forehead, and I was like, my forehead is very sensitive, sir, and he just started talking about, like, my weight, about how I was so skinny, just how this far I got thick, thick. But this is like, oh, you so skinny, like all like just all types of jokes. I made one joke and I cracked back at him and I guess he didn't expect me to have a joke back. And he put his hands on me. Okay. Not only did he put his hands on me, but he came to me and after that he was like, okay, what did he do? He put his hands on me. And then the next day, he wanted to, like, apologize and call me and make sure that I was okay because this can be a traumatic incident. And I'm like, sir, you put your hands on me. And you're lucky I don't go to the police. But as far as right now, you will never talk to me again. You will never speak to me again. And if you contact me again, I promise you, sir, I promise you, sir. I'm going to have somebody beat your ass. And that kills him a lot more than me just sitting there talking about some old, like, I know, I know I put violence in there, but it killed him a lot more than me. Like, you're a fuck nigga. And then going back to him. I didn't go back to him. The silence killed him. He, now he follows me on social media. And not only does he follow me on social media, but he's like, you don't remember me? And I'm like, I'm trying not to. But I said all that to say this, like, sometimes just getting up and leaving a situation is a lot better than trying to respond and be low vibrational. Because if I would have stayed with that, I probably would have had black eyes, been abused, would have been on social media like, you thought it was done. You thought it was done. No. No. Or been like, you a fight, nigga. And be doing all types of stupid shit. Like, I just want to say something. Ladies and gentlemen. Y'all look stupid as hell when y'all go on social media bashing y'all significant others. It's dumb. Now it's because because since we're on the topic of dating, it looks stupid as hell when y'all go on social media, y'all start bashing each other. And it's like, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do that. It's stupid. 
You feel me? <laughs> like you like you literally in a relationship and you're taking your problems to social media. And not only are you taking your problems to social media, but you look dumb when you go back and you kick it with them again. Or you be like, oh, my baby daddy ain't shit. But then you have another baby by him. Or you be like, oh, man, he don't do that. And you have another baby. Like, what in your right mind would make you think, like, this is the perfect idea. Let me go out there and go bash the person off and continue who you to be with. You look dumb. You look stupid. Or when you go out there and you're like, such and such is awful. You just, like, keep your relationship business to yourself. Like, people, like, the only person who probably knew that um the nigga who I was dating had cheated on me, like, three times <laughs> was my homegirl. And it was when I had found out I had got an STD when I was in, like, the hospital. And I was like, girl, this is my fucking cheated on me. She was like. You you been dating somebody? And I was like, duh. And she was like, oh my gosh. She was like, what happened? I was like, well. And I just thought I was like, he cheated on me. And that was it. And then she calmed me down because honestly, I wanted to be this ass. But as far as sitting there, go tell like all the business, like, oh yeah, he cheated on me three times. And he has this, and he has that, and he has these issues. Like, no, I didn't do that because I kept our issues to ourselves. Like when he disrespected me, I kept that to myself, right? And when he violated I kept it to myself because at the end of the day if I was to ever go back I don't want our business to be plastered over the streets and it'd be like it's a shame how he did her all those years he was bashing her doing her dirty she went out there and she talked about it and you know at the time I felt bad for her but then as time went on I realized that she allowed that behavior from him and I was just like this is crazy and not only is it crazy, but, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, y'all have to stop putting y'all business out there. It's not cute. Y'all have to stop abusing y'all partner. It's not cute. Y'all have to stop treating y'all partners like they're replaceable when you know they're irreplaceable. You have to learn how to love. You have to learn how to be better partners for your partner. Like instead of constantly like trying to find some shit on your partner. And I'm not saying like if you don't have like reasonable suspicion, like ask them. And trust me, like I said, in due time everything that you need to know is going to pop out. You don't have to go be a detective. Like everything that you need to find out is going to find come out and you may not be ready or you may be ready, but when it comes out, you'll be like, Oh man, I'm glad it came out. And you will not have to look for it, trust and believe. So let's so but learn how to be a better partner to your partner. Like, ask them, like, babe, how do you want to be loved? Like, what are some traumas that you have? How do you feel? Like, what do I do that I could do better in this relationship that you feel like I should do better? And actually listen to your partner instead of being like, I'm upset. You get what I'm saying? Like, honestly, like, take the time out and be like, hey, what could I do to be a better man for you? What can I do to be a better partner? What can I do to be a better lover? What do you need from me that I'm not offering you right now? How do you feel about this relationship? Do you see this relationship continuing? And if so, like, what can we do to improve it? What can I do to, like, what can I stop doing that you feel like it's OD? Like, sometimes I have to, instead of being so quick to get upset or fight or whatever, sometimes you have to get there and be like, okay, so, hey look babe this bothers me like the only like the closest thing I've had to that was a friendship 
And even in our friendship, it was like, it was a lot of talking of like, what could I do to make the situation better? What could I do to do X, Y, and Z? What could I do to do whoopsie whoop whoop? And what could I do for blah, 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 blah? Like, that was it. You feel me? Like, that was like, that was our friendship. Like, what could I do to be a better friend, right? Like, we like we had that moment. Like, what could I do to be a better friend? It was like, what is something that you don't like that I do? And when we had that conversation, the conversation kind of went something like, well, you could do X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay, cool. And then when it was my turn, I wasn't spiteful because she said I need shit to improve on because I asked her. But when it was her turn, I told her, like, okay, it was this. And <laughs> crazy thing is we still ain't work out as friends. But we knew how to be better friends to each other and what we needed. Like, she said, she said, I need to listen better. And I said, I feel like she needs to be less controlling because she acts like a mother. And she said, okay, well, I understand, but I only do it because I care. And I said, I get that you care, but you have to let me make my own mistakes because friendships aren't built on control and da-da-da-da. And we had a full-blown conversation about it. We even discussed origins and stuff like that. I feel like that's what something y'all should be doing in your relationships. Sitting there talking about things on how to y'all can improve your relationship. Like, hey, where do you see us going? Like, <laughs> like honestly, I call I call I call I call it the relationship checkup. And this is friends, friendship, family, all types of shit. Like, I call it a checkup. Meaning, like, every so often, like I say every three to six months, depending on like how your friendship is going. Have a friend checkup. Be like, what can I do to be better for you? What do you require as a friend that I'm not giving you? What am I doing well as a friend? What would you like me to continue doing? And focus on building your relationship. Because as time change, like as time changes, people go through different phases in their life. And sometimes you might see them broke, rich, happy, sad, mad, depressed, joyous, comfortable, all these other things. And sometimes they don't need a lot. And other times they need something. And sometimes you have to be honest and say, look, I can't give you all of this right now, but I can give you dot, dot, dot. And this is why I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to try to give you this. But please understand, because relationships are perfect, you aren't good. You're not always going to be whatever. You feel me? You're not always going to be right. And you you can't always be everything to everybody. But that's okay, though. I don't know why I came on here today. But I think it's because I was defeated about my hair. But I, <laughs> I think I could finish this tomorrow. Because... <laughs> Even though I feel like, even though I feel like really rejuvenated now and less frustrated about my hair, it can wait till tomorrow because, baby, it's gonna take like another. Honestly, I got the hang of it and I already like pre set some stuff up. So it should take about like two, three hours, but I'm gonna do that tomorrow and I'm gonna take like a personal day tomorrow. But outside of that, you guys. That's all I wanted to say. It's just like, like, Derek Jackson got caught cheating. He was pandering to women. And the whole pandering thing, 
Like, when it comes down to pandering to women and, like, people in relationships, like, you don't have to pander to people in relationships. Just be real with them. And don't OD about everything. And don't pretend like you're so perfect and you're so high and mighty. Because, honestly, that's the vibe and the energy that he gave off that he was so high and mighty. Like, yes, you don't want a Kevin Samuels who's extremely blunt, 25'8". I guess I'm a Kevin Samuels because I'm blunt, 25'8". But you also don't want a panderer, which is saying you're never wrong. Like, and you don't want to be the person that's like, oh, everybody's wrong except for me. Like, I get the right to be in my bad behavior. When in reality, you don't have no right to be in your bad behavior. Like, yes, you may have bad behavior because I've had bad behaviors. And yes, I've had slip ups. However, your bad behavior is not justified or does not make it okay for you to do. Like, when I say your bad behavior, it's just like, uh uh-uh, it's a no-go. And you can't do certain things because, honestly, bad behavior in a relationship over, like, a constant time is, like, the spiraling downfall of your relationship. And if a relationship is over, it's over. Let it go. Move on. Cry about it. Do what you have to do. But don't sit there too long and don't be like, whoa, it's me. Like, I know I sit here and I talk about past relationships. I give y'all examples and shit. Like, I live my life and I give y'all examples of what to do and what not to do. Or things that I think that y'all should and should not be doing. But honestly, like, if a relationship is over, cry about do what you must. But let it go and continue to continue, continue to move forward. On top of that, what else? What else did I say in this podcast? Right, wrong, Kevin Samuels. Oh, do a relationship check-in. See what your partner needs from you. See what your partner requires from you. See what your partner loves about you. See what your partner desires from you. If you can't meet everything on that list, it's okay. If they need time to themselves, they need to go take a break off of that. That's what I want to do. If, If your partner... Because at one point in time in my friendship, I was going through a depression. And what I needed was not somebody to be mom, mother, what you call it. I need somebody to be a friend. So I needed somebody to understand that I'm going to cry at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. But I also want you to allow me to stop, think, and breathe, and feel, and be loved, and be cared for and be patient. Like, that is what I want. You feel me? That's what I require. And at that time, I know my depression is what I needed. I needed a friend. I need somebody who was going to uplift me. I needed somebody who was going to tell me that after a long day of work, like, good job. Like, I needed a cheerleader. I didn't need somebody to say, oh, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Because at the time, like, <laughs> I was going through a lot. And I get that you, like, whatever, but mentally I was checked out like body I was there so do a friend checkup do a friend check-in and if there was a problem that I was in my funk you couldn't handle it that should have been a discussion that was had instead of you sitting there going to everybody else and talking about the issues that I was going through personally mentally and emotionally because I wasn't even ready to acknowledge that I had my depression like that was just something that was off the table and you told the world so do a friend check-in. And if you cannot meet every qualification for that friend check-in, if it's not a deal breaker or something that that they can't provide for you and you just need space and time to figure it out, 
please take that time to figure it out. And then when you get better, come back and understand that that person cannot be that friend for you in that direction. And that sometimes that friendship just in. Outside of that, what do I want to say? Yeah. Do friend check-ins. Don't let people pander you into thinking that you're always right. But don't also be around people who also belittle you and always 25-8, overly blunt and can't be sensitive. Learn how to decipher when you're right and you're wrong and fix your mistakes. Catch, Get some emotional intelligence. Figure out where you're at. And if you're making people jump through hoops just to get to know you because you got trust issues and insecurities and you feel like you got to go through phones and you can't trust nobody, you're not ready for a relationship. It's okay to be single. It's okay to stay single. Ooh, I think that was everything. I think. Yeah, and if, and, oh yeah, and if you're not, oh yeah, and make up your mind if you're going to stay or leave in your relationship. Because if you don't know exactly if you're going to stay or leave, just shut up. If you're going to leave, leave peacefully. It'll kill them a lot more than you leaving and, and being a petty bitch. Trust. And if you don't stay and they're not going to work on whatever it is, bro, so you might have to just leave. I know you may not want to leave because you want to stay and work it out. But if a person don't want to work it out, it's just not going to work. Also, yeah, what else did I talk about in this podcast? Yeah, that's just it. Like, honestly, and then whatever else I didn't get to go back over again, because I didn't take down those, it's just the free-for-all. But yeah, that's the podcast on Derek Jackson cheating and all that other good jazz and shit. 